Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my slightly incompetent co-host. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer, just fiddling his green bean, it is Bruce, the tugboat. Vindity. What's up? Okay, we're going to get right into it. I'm not fucking around. The Colts fired their head coach, Frank Reich, today. They hired a TV announcer who used to play for them as their head coach in Jeff Saturday, rather than the two former head coaches they had on their staff to be the interim head coach. I don't understand why Jim Ursay must be on one fuck of a bender, but here we are. Any Anything on that real quick before we get into what we need to talk about? The only thing. The only reason why I remember Jeff Saturday, do you remember when Peyton Manning come to the sidelines and absolutely lost his shit on Jeff Saturday? Vaguely. Told him to shut the fuck up and block? <laughs> yeah. I still remember that. He come to the line. He's like, shut up, Jeff. Shut up. Shut up and just block, Jeff. He's like, we need to rid the ball. He's like, just shut up and block. That's it. And now he just needs to shut up and let his team play. Well, he's the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, at least in an interim position so now i was at ford field yesterday i have some thoughts we need to discuss this the lions handed aaron Rodgers, and actually hold on let me rephrase this the lions didn't really hand anyone anything the packers uh folded like a broken fucking lawn chair against the detroit lions and lost 9 to 15. Okay. So Lions won a game. They are now 2 and 6. The Packers lost and they are now 3 and 6. So, what are the takeaways from this game? We're just going to break this down real real simple for everybody. One, Aaron Rodgers was 23 for 40, 23 for 43 with a touchdown, three picks and 291 yards. One of those picks was to Lions rookie Aiden Hutchinson. I'll say this about Aiden Hutchinson outside of the fact that a ball was thrown right at him and he caught it and it was an interception. He did absolutely nothing to help this team win yesterday. Period. Point blank. End of story. Correct. He doesn't get penetration. He takes plays off. They wasted a, the second overall pick in the draft on this guy. And so far he is, he's fallen into six sacks somehow. Yes. Somehow. Correct. He's because if you watch him, He's he's inept. Well, if you if you if you remember before the season started, I said don't expect anything more than eight max nine sacks out of Aiden Hutchinson, and that's what we're getting. He he is inept. That's a good way to put it. That's number one. Josh Pascal, who missed fucking the first five games of the season, came in yesterday and made instant impact than Aiden Hutchinson. Agreed. Made an impact. That is number one. Number two. He's been back. Number two. Dan Campbell. In every way, shape, and form, does everything in his power to give games away. It is fourth and inches. You are playing Aaron Rodgers. Your offense is impotent as of the last month. Completely impotent. You have the ball. It was between, what, the 20 and 30? You essentially, it was a chip shot field goal on fourth and inches. Oh, yes, yes. And you go for it. (laughs) Excuse me, they were inside the 10, weren't they? And you go for it on fourth and inches. You need every single point humanly fucking possible. Well, they were outside the 10. What? They were they were like they the were nearing the red zone. Go ahead. You need every fucking point humanly possible. And you go for it. Okay. So you've set the precedence already. 
You, you had a decent first drive of the game going there. You completely take the air out of it. Give all the momentum back to the Packers. Their only saving grace was that the Packers yesterday didn't know how to play football because they kept going for it on fourth down, and they couldn't fucking get it yeah, done that either. that shocked the okay? fuck out of me as well. That's number one. Number two, you have the worst run defense in football, and you were given a giant bow of Aaron Jones spraining his ankle in the first in the first 20 minutes of the game. Beautiful. So now you've essentially completely taken away their run game. That's fine. Because A.J. Dillon, fraud. We can just throw it out there. The guy was a fraud. He piggybacked off of Aaron Jones last year. He ain't got the fucking juice. Let's start there. Then, on top of that, Romeo Dobbs, seemingly the only receiver outside of the ghost of Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson, who literally cannot be touched with more than a mosquito, gets concussed. Romeo Dobbs, he's a write-off. So now we have the we have Aaron yeah, Rodgers come off lame, caught a great ball, come yep. off lame, and that was it Bam, for him. Done. So now we have taken away realistically the two best offensive weapons that the Packers have had thus far this year. Aaron Rodgers is looks like a looks like he escaped the insane asylum by halftime, screaming, throwing, fucking everything. Completely lost his composure. You and have that, this, you know you don't see that out of him. You don't. You don't. You have this team backed into a corner right where you fucking want them. And this was the biggest thing I noticed. The atmosphere in that stadium, even with that, the two best offensive weapons are out. Aaron Rodgers rattled. Everyone in the stadium still thought the Lions would manage to lose that game. Oh, yeah. Period. Period. And guess fucking what? Due to coaching errors, again, again, all right, I get it. Aaron Rodgers did not play a great game. Aaron Rodgers has not had a great season. But as we saw yesterday, even if you're not playing a great game and you're not having a great season, if you are one of the greatest of all time, you better fucking respect it. We'll get into that later. You give Aaron Rodgers the ball back. You coach your way into giving Aaron Rodgers the ball back when he needs a touchdown to score on a half a field because you fucking went for it on fourth again. Uh, by the way, when you go for it on fourth down, fourth and short, and you go five wide, no huh. backs, what the fuck is that? What I, the I, fuck I don't are know. you doing? I don't. Now do you kind of fucking understand where I was I'm, last week? Yes. And I'm, I'm a Dan Campbell situation. I am sold. I going, am sold. Going forward, that the I don't want it's this all fucking it. guy here. It's all of it. Point, I don't want him here. Point blank. This is what needs to happen with the Detroit. That's fine. If every Detroit Lions fan out there wants to take this as a W, you deserve to. But at the end of the day, if you are watching that football game yesterday and actually watching it, not just cheering them on, you're actually trying to dissect what is going on on the field. Okay? It's laughable. DeAndre Swift, you should have traded him at the deadline because he will not perform for you this year, and you can't trust him going forward. That's it in a nutshell. Jared Goff... Bruce is going to fucking throw, throw an absolute party right now. Jared Goff, officially, I can say it, the guy ain't the fucking answer. Well, we knew that. We knew no, that. No, don't you fucking say true. that. Not the whole problem. Not, not the, the whole, whole problem. problem. No. Not no, the whole problem. No. But Jared Goff ain't, ain't going to get you past seven or eight wins. He's just fucking not. Because I got news for you. The Packers defense outside of Jared Alexander is not anything that Packers team is 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 washed completely oh, they, they, washed. Lost, they were they lost uh what's his name with an ACL 
There were multiple uh, occasions he had Tom Kennedy in position. He he missed. Who's who's the kid? Who's the kid for the Packers that just tore his ACL? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Rashad Gary. God bless him. Tore his ACL. Okay. Number one, Jared Goff does not find an open receiver. Number two, Jared Goff holds onto the ball way too long. You have the most expensive offensive line in football. The Lions touted it all offseason. And this guy seemingly can't get any, can't find anybody open and cannot, doesn't have any time. It looks like he doesn't have time. He, he can't even maneuver in the pocket. He's not correct. It's not. I don't know what happened. I don't know where the drop-off was between 40 points a week. The, the and first four games, he was outstanding. Correct. He, and he, was, just, he was going through his progressions, got his reads, was getting the ball out. They were moving the ball at will. Mind you, they had all all their fucking receiving weapons at bullshit. that point. No, he had Amin Ross St. Brown. I don't care. At I don't give point. a fuck. I don't want to hear anything else about the offensive weapons. I don't care. Through the first four weeks of the year, all we did was say, they got too many. They have too many people on offense. It's too good. If you are in that position, I don't care who you lose, all right? If you're going to sit here and tell me losing DJ Chark made a difference or Amon Ra being on a snap count made a difference, I don't want to. DeAndre Swift having his four carries Don't care. Game. Don't care. Okay. Because at the end of the day, they have other guys that don't get fucking utilized because he isn't looking yes. their way. That's it in a nutshell. That is it in a nutshell. And I'm every single I I just felt it in my plums. If Aaron Rodgers had, if I did, Bakhtiari go out in that game as well. Well, he's still dealing with Bakhtiari. Still, he's still dealing with the in and out. And every every offensive, if you give him Romeo Dobbs at the end of that game, they win. It's it was that much of a hair difference. If yes. if Aaron could have held his composure a little bit longer in that game, they win. But Dan Campbell, truly and honestly, Dan Campbell, and Jared Goff did everything in their power between offensive play calling, between Jared Goff seemingly looking like he doesn't know how to play football anymore. I mean, I can't I, I finally saw Bruce's point of view being there. And maybe when I'm at home, I'm not watching it. The amount of balls this guy rifles at the ground, rifles into into a tip, throws into the fucking stands. In, yeah, the red zone one. Oh just my right into God. the stands, baby. It was, it was fucking awful. <laughs> we you know what you look like? Malik Willis. We, yes. We scored. I look at my dad as Lions fans. We're totally uh, you know, we, were, we were making fun of Malik Willis about it's either going to be a great throw or it's going to be five be, rows into yes, the stand. And that's what that's it was. He did exactly that yesterday. And you know what? Well. I'm going to bring Ben Johnson into this as well, too, now. Because at the end of the day, when you go from scoring 45 points a week to playing a washed Packers team and only being able to put up 17 by the grace of God, there is a fundamental issue with your 15. offensive play calling. What? 15. You said 15. Excuse me. 15 to 9. <laughs> I'm already thinking about the Buccaneers because I'm very excited about that. But 15 yeah. points against a washed, a fucking washed Packers team. You, There's a fundamental issue with the play calling. There's a fundamental issue with the offensive line because Jared Goff shouldn't be, be out there looking like he's perplexed with the most expensive offensive line in football. How many fucking times are you going to run Dan Skipper in there as an eligible receiver and have him do the exact same motion and run the exact same play? That doesn't fucking work. That doesn't work. Stop. Don't try and get cute. When you are in this position, you can't bring in eligible offensive linemen to be running fucking motions. Run the fucking ball. 
Give Jamal Williams the ball. Let him be your bell cow and run the fucking ball. Period. You had them backed into a corner the whole game, and you did everything in your power to piss it away. Everything. And now, everyone now, in the stadium now, knew it. You get what I'm fucking saying now. My little rant last week, you guys looked at me like I was absolutely absurd and crazy. Hold on. I've now been saying everything he's been saying except for the fact about, about Dan Campbell. Campbell? Yeah, I said yes, I like Dan for Dan at the Campbell. end of the day, it's not, it's not a let's let's be real about it. Dan Campbell is what he is, and we know this. And that was my point last week. He's a motivator, he's not a game caller. Correct. If you're gonna have a head coach like that, you have to have the best coaches around him that fundamentally know what Correct. the fuck they are doing. Ben Johnson, the first four weeks of the year, was gonna be the first guy out to go get a head coaching job somewhere else. The first guy. He folded. I got no fucking faith in him. I got no fucking faith in the offense. The defensive situation, this was the first game they actually looked like an NFL defense. Because I'll tell you what, out of every football game I've watched this year, and I've watched pretty much every single one of them except if I've been at a game, this by far was the worst football game fundamentally I have seen all season. Period. Period. The D, Even still, the D, you, you saw it. They, they were... There were so many times where the secondary had no idea what to do, and Rodgers was just missing guys. If you watched the way this defense played, it should have. This game shouldn't even have been close. And the only reason we're sitting here touting them is because they made Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers made Aaron Rodgers look stupid, and everybody who was worth a fuck for the Packers went out hurt. <laughs> And yeah. we're going to sit here and put a crown on him. Yes, was it the best defensive performance of the year? Absolutely. Did, but did Aaron that's Glenn like deserve saying, the game ball? Huh? Did Aaron Glenn deserve the game ball? Absolutely not. This defense is so. still a fucking joke. It's still a joke. And if you think anything different, you don't. You haven't seen enough good football to know. Because at the end of the day, they who are they guarding? Aaron Rodgers looked – you want to talk about somebody looking like Malik Willis – Aaron Rodgers looked like Malik Willis. It was awful. And somehow he still threw for 300 yards against you. Right. He still threw for 300 yards I against said you. He went up and down the field at will. At will. And the only thing, if they had a run game, if either Jones didn't go down hurt or A.J. Dillon was worth a fuck, we, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Because they became so one-dimensional that even the erectile dysfunction having Lions defense was able to play against you because they knew you had to throw the fucking ball. Right. And and he was he was making such erratic, awful throws that three interceptions that is not like him. Correct. That is not three like interceptions him. fell into the Lions' lap, of which they only got three points off. <laughs> Two of them were tip passes. I'll Great. Three points off of those three turnovers. Right. Three points. You did nothing with them. They need to clean it. They need to they need to tear it down and start over again. Because guess what? Carolina was smart enough to realize, hey, we did a rebuild. Hey, it don't, ain't going our way. Hey, let's Matt cut Rue, our fucking you're losses. Out of here. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. And guess what? They're going to go to Chicago. Frank Reich, who's 45 and 43 40, 40, as a head yes, coach, correct. gets fucking fired. He's above 500. This guy has five wins in two years. Grow up. And I'll say this, too. They are going to play Chicago next week. Yeah, they are going to get eviscerated by Justin Fields. And that's going to be embarrassment number one. That's going to be 
that's going to be the tip of the iceberg as far as embarrassment goes forward for the Lions because they, they won't be able to keep up. And then they go to the Meadowlands to play the Giants. Right. I got a feeling we know how that's going to go because if the run defense against Saquon Barkley at home, Jesus, God fucking damn it, they are going, it's going to be awful. And then they play Buffalo at home. And, and I got news for a miraculous you. Win. Guess what? Josh <laughs> Allen. Josh Allen of trip coming out of the tunnel. No. Break his big You want to know something? Play. I would have agreed with you if they wouldn't have lost yesterday. But I watching Josh Allen and watching the Bills, they will not get embarrassed again. You watch. You're gonna see yeah. the Bills that came out week one and were beating everybody we, we by 35 see which Josh fucking Allen points. shows up. Is it the Cam Newton Josh Allen? Or to Josh Allen. And you know what? They might pick up a win against Jacksonville. Maybe. You know, or they might stun Minnesota. Or, you know, they might go into Carolina and somehow, if P.J. Walker looks like a geriatric fucking patient like he did yesterday. I I think Baker Mayfield. They already named P.J. Walker as the starter for this Okay. So, and then the last game of the year, they go into Green Bay on January 8th. And oh, play. I can't wait to see And that. I can't fucking wait because I guarantee I goddamn to you that. it won't happen again. It was, I'm sorry, it was sickening. That was yes. sickening. I it left at the beginning disgusting. of the fourth quarter. And disgusting. I made it home in time to see the end of the game. It was, it was, the, the atmosphere was awful. The football on the field was awful. The Packers are awful. Aaron Rodgers played awful. Jared Goff's awful. Dan Campbell is fucking awful. It was awful. It was absolutely awful. If you have anything to add, go ahead. No, you hit it right on the nose. Do you disagree with any aspect? No. Wow. I the only reason I was excited is because you, you got to be happy to beat Aaron Rodgers. That's it. That's I, it. And, and I agree. Lions fans today, you want it. You need to take this win because there ain't that many more coming for you this year. So take the win, but don't don't celebrate this because at the end of the day. More so in this game than any other game this year, and I know the result was at what everybody wanted, but they were they have holes. And, I mean, it's not just – A lot. You know, the Jets did a rebuild. Got it right. The Giants did a rebuild. Somehow with Daniel Limp Penis Jones and somehow got it right. The fucking Vikings are 6-1, and one, and everybody was writing them off because they let Stephon Diggs go, Harrison Smith is old, Adam Thielen is worthless, Delvin Cook can't stay healthy, excuse, 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 and they're 6-1. and one. They fired their coach. They fired their head coach, brought in somebody different, and they're 6-1. and one. So guess what? The scumbag-led Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks, stop. The Seattle Seahawks traded away their franchise fucking player. Their franchise player, and over the last four or five years, have done everything in their power to make this defense as awful as possible. Pete Carroll has gone out of his way to rip apart one of the best defenses in the history of the league, and they're fucking above 500 and leading their division by two games. God damn. You, You gotta stop at some point. And this is why I never drank the fucking Lions Kool-Aid. This is why I never got behind this fucking team. Because if this was any other team, too, I'd be having the same conversation. And I thought I'd be having the same conversation about Chicago, who, oh, my goodness, is 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 better than you after they took their best fucking defensive player, a guy who's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame one day, Two. and gave Two him away. Players. Yeah, Robert Quinn, too. 
Yes. And and had a quarterback. They 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 flip flopped with the Bears. Yeah. They flip flopped with the Bears. The Bears were go, were having games where they had thirty fucking passing yards, and everybody wrote them off. The Lions look like they up. Oh, they got handed a bad game here. They're gonna win. They're gonna go, keep going forward. It's awful. It's fucking awful. It's awful. And I don't. For the life of me, I get it. Your defense is bad. You don't have a lot of players. But when your offense was that good. When you see improvement Ugh. every week, I don't have an issue. Agree. But it's just the been a regression, is regression, you don't regression, see regression, the improvement. Regression. And at least you got Col- young players that are playing well. Kirby Joseph's playing well. Rodriguez is playing well. Absolutely. Uh, Barnes had a great game. Yep. Yes. He finally showed up after two yep. years. Pascal looked good in his few opportunities. Pascal, Pascal to me, and I, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Looks better coming off the edge than Aiden Hutchinson does by far. Leaps and bounds. His hands are better with more he's veracity. In position better. Yes, and and he's got drive. Mm-hmm. I think he, as a second round pick, looks better than Aiden Hutchinson. Let's let's just let's talk about this one too. The Colts go into New England, much like the right. Lions did, get absolutely fucking embarrassed, and Jim Irsay yeah. cleans. Gone. Everybody's fucking gone. Yeah. Matt Ryan's going to start again. Fuck that. I I don't know if he was on the bottle Maybe at this point. Maybe. Listen, Sheila, if by the grace of God you see this, pick up a bottle in 1942. We know you can afford it. Take it to the fucking face and then make a couple decisions. Let's move on. Please. (sighs) Drink from the same golden cup. that. Are are we going to sit here and talk about, hey, the Lions showed up and they won a game? No. No. Fucking A. No. Fuck you. No. Fuck but you. I, if Bruce had some Fuck positive you. notes from it, I'd like to hear them. Yes. Not really. It was a shit show. Okay. Like I said, positive note. I mean, I'm just they happy won. they won. They won. They, won. they beat Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's positive. all. That, they I'm won. I'm excited to see that the Lions logo has a W. They, they got exactly what they were given. That is. You know what? If I were you, you want to know what I'd be happy about? I'd be happier that Green Bay lost than I would be that the Lions won. Because you want to know what? We're right. They'll win this game, and they'll go win two, one or two more fluky fucking games, and Houston won't, and Carolina won't, and somebody else will shit the bed, and then you're going to be picking at four or five. And they're going to have to right waste two, when you're outside they're of They're going to have court. to yep. waste two first-round picks to get one guy. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's going to fucking happen. Yep. For them to get up and get their guy, they're going to have to take our pick and the Rams pick to move up and take who they fucking want, who they pursue who they presume is the guy and they will waste the fucking pick trying to get. Well, cause now you're in a situation where the Raiders are so fucking awful too. <coughs> they're going to be down well, I, there. I think the Raiders will win a few ball games this year. I, 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 how I many weeks, better. How yeah, many how weeks many... in a row are we going to say that? Uh, they're better than the so Lions. We're at that time. They're now? better than the Lions, but their yes. record might not reflect it. And then you got another team that's going quarterback. So you got Houston going quarterback, Carolina going quarterback. You got fucking the Raiders going quarterback. Everybody who's going to be in the toilet is going quarterback. Yeah. It's not going to be like this year. Outside of the Rams, who somehow might fucking finish awful, but that's good because then who know, we might be we might have two picks in the top 10. Yeah. I wish this was a drink. Um the Los Angeles Chargers headed into Atlanta to play the Falcons as a two and a half point favorite. Um I didn't see all that many highlights from this game other I, than the I fact that everybody quite a bit of it and it was just an absolute uh uh the Chargers got lucky they won this game. 
Uh, Bruce picked this one right. Bruce picked the Chargers. You and I both picked the Falcons. They they pulled one out at the end, and they they got lucky. They got lucky. There was a few plays that uh, did not go their way, and uh, that's the reason why you see what you saw. Listen, point blank period at the end of the day. Uh, it's, It's a very simple equation. Marcus Mariota is they don't have a strong enough back on this team to play the Derrick Henry and Titans role. So when your quarterback completes 12 passes in a, in the game, I mean, you, you got to get, you got to get a little bit more out of this guy. That's, yeah. that's it in a nutshell. I mean, they didn't have a, a receiver that went for over 30 yards. I mean, Kyle Pitts led the team with two receptions and 27 yards. And I get it. Algiers, 10 rushes, 99 yards. Patterson's back now, so he adds a little bit of more juice to this offense, even though the highlights I saw from him, he did not look 100% yet. I mean, he absolutely fucking ran a dude over yesterday, and he looked like fucking, uh, I was just like in awe with him. Yeah. Especially a guy coming off a knee injury. Right. My God. They 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 got to do a little something here to, but to the juice Charger, this thing up a the bit. The Chargers should have blew them out. Chargers should have blown them out. And I'll tell no. you this, I thought the Chargers defense played better yesterday yeah. than what we have seen from them as of late. Um, Herbert. Listen, had, it, let's not forget, they were missing their two top receivers. Absolutely. I mean, so, I mean, they were playing with a bunch of. Uh, yeah, it's Josh Palmer and DeAndre Carter. String receivers. Right. I mean, come on, man. Correct. Uh, and you don't want to know what that's. Every year we seem to be having the same conversation about the Chargers. Preseason, they're everybody's Super Bowl favorite. Oh, my God, it's so power-packed. This is going to be incredible. And then you lose Joey Bosa, and then uh, Keenan Allen can't stay yeah. on the field for more than one or two games. Mike Williams now, now Mike Williams up. is banged up. So, realistically, yeah, if this team's at full strength, are they a Super Bowl contender? Yes. Do I think at any point this year you're going to see them at full strength? No. With my luck, Austin Eckler will go out this week. So This, this is the thing – with uh, with them, and Justin Herbert, ninety yards rushing. That's not their game. They no. need to amp it up. This guy can't can't keep throwing the ball 40, 50 times a game. I, I mean, let's, let's be real. Justin Herbert has not looked like since that rib injury. Justin Herbert not has not start. looked like Justin Herbert. That's it. That's so it. he's not healthy. Keenan Allen's gone. Mike Williams is gone. Bose is gone. But but I will say their defense looked better yesterday than than they did the week before. Correct. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I'll be honest with you. I don't have a lot of faith in the Chargers going forward just due to injuries. No. I mean, if they can string together a few games where everyone's out there, Kansas then yeah. Kansas City's still the team to beat. Kansas City's the team to beat. And Atlanta... I'm just happy Tampa Bay hopped them because of a divisional record, but I don't think Atlanta's for real going forward. If we want to talk about teams that we really thought were going to be piss poor. Atlanta was one of them. Atlanta was one of them. Are they outperforming that? Yeah. Do I think that they're going to, I mean, I don't expect them to be one game under 500 finishing the year. We'll just put it that way. Uh, in, in what seemingly ended up being the game of the week, uh, the Miami Dolphins defeated the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field 35-32. to 32. Um, I mean, I 
guarantee you can guess the stat lines from this game pretty easily. Tyree Kill, seven receptions, 143 yards and a touchdown. Jalen Waddle, five receptions, 85 yards and a touchdown. Tua Tagovailoa, 21 completions for 300 yards and three passing touchdowns. Jeff Wilson Jr. in his debut, nine rushes, 51 yards. That's almost six yards per carry. They need to feed him a little bit more. I get it. Well, they wanted they to keep. Him. He's putting carries with Moser. Yeah, and nine carries. Guess what? Twenty-six yards and a touchdown. Guess what? Raheem Mozart was a great fill-in. Jeff Wilson's a better back. I said this as soon as they traded him. It's time for Mozart to ride off into the sunset. They, they got a, They got a nice little one-two punch there. I, I don't. I don't mind that. At Either all. way, Jeff Wilson needs to get yeah. more carries. Get it. First game, but going forward, uh, Justin Fields broke the rush, rushing record for a quarterback yesterday. And now I'm sitting here with my entire foot in my mouth because I, I we wrote him off. You know how two. we don't understand how the Lions could be this fucking bad after being that good? I don't know how in the matter of four or five games, Justin Fields went from the biggest laughing stock in the NFL to, I mean, now we have a new and improved version of Lamar Jackson. No, that's not true. I don't know how you can say that's not true. Well, here's the uh, thing. He, Lamar Jackson can actually throw the ball. Well, I got news for you. Justin Fields is a running back. Was it last game. week Justin Fields had 300 yards passing? Or was that against One New England? Game. I mean, he's shown that he can. <laughs> you know what? We'll he see. Was 17 of 28 for a buck 23 and three touchdowns. Two Listen, of them. If to I'm come a back. Bears fan, I'm not happy that my quarterback's doing that. I'm not happy that my quarterback's t- uh, rushing the ball fucking 15 times. Exactly. Why not? Why not? God bless him. They're God get bless him. Killed. Lamar Jackson won an kid. MVP based off of that. Yeah. God bless him. And guess what? This Miami team is now back. Now all the injuries are gone. They're all up to full strength. Nobody's banged up. They're ready the to go. The defense is not as good as I thought they were going to be. you got to let, I think, Chubb will make a bigger impact as soon as he starts to integrate. I mean, yeah. It's It'll take time for him now. Another week or yeah. two, then you'll have 100%. They gave this Miami team everything they had, everything they had with Justin Fields throwing for 123 yards and three touchdowns. So guess what? Yeah, if Justin Fields can run the first 60 yards down the fucking field and then throw a 10-yard pass for a touchdown, anybody take that. They had 252 yards on the ground. Yeah, that's insane. And, I mean, at the end of the day, they don't really have that great. Guess what? David Montgomery is what we thought he is before the year, and Khalil Herbert isn't as good as we thought he is. So, there it is in a well, nutshell. I, I would say Herbert's better than yeah. Montgomery. <laughs> I would. At the end of the day, let Justin Fields do his thing. If this is what this guy can do and they just need to unleash him, I'm all for it. Because I Chicago will win games this year. Chicago will not finish in the toilet in their division. Chicago, realistically, if Chicago is playing of the way not when you're in a division with the Lions, well, if Chicago plays the way that they have been, got that about right. They're gonna be, they're gonna finish better than the Lions and the Packers. Yes, you I know, agree, I agree. With I you. don't think they're gonna compete with Minnesota, but they at least have something. Right. I mean, right now, if if you could if you could have the Lions be, if the Detroit Lions right now were uh, three and six and losing games by a field goal. With as much promise as the Bears, with a quarterback who's putting the team on his back, yeah, I'd be okay with that. Um, this one was an absolute fucking debacle, uh, and it 
Oh, before I get into this one, let's hear a message from our sponsors. 84% of employers agree that offering financial wellness tools can help reduce employee attrition. Is your small business providing enough benefits and financial wellness tools to its employees? Matt Lenhart and his team at Insignia Financial Company want to help you make sure you are doing everything you can to keep your employees financially healthy. Give Matt a call today at 734-744-9607 for a complimentary consultation or retirement plan review to make sure you are putting your best foot forward and keeping your employees first. His name is Matt Lenhart at Insignia Financial Company, and that number again is 734-744-9607. Give Matt a call. Your employees will appreciate it, and he will definitely give you the best consultation he can. Security and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member F-I-N-R-A-S-I-P-C. Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned and any other entities or marketing names mentioned here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. This one was an absolute debacle. Uh, Carolina headed into Cincinnati and I don't know what Joe Mixon uh, drank and or ate on Saturday evening, but my God. Was it a day? And Uncle Sam knows all too well because he is a Joe Mixon owner in fantasy. So am I. 22 rushes, 153 yards, four tuds on the ground, followed by four receptions for 58 yards and a tud through the air. Yes, indeed, that is five total touchdowns for Joe Mixon. And realistically, that was the game. Because when you have a guy who combines for 200 yards, of total offense and five touchdowns, you're probably not going. Joe to lose. Burrow was so efficient yesterday. Yeah, 22, 22 of 28, 28 for 206 and a touchdown. He didn't have to do shit. Well, yeah, when you got a back that does what he yeah. did. Um, so the Carolina game against Tampa Bay that was cute. Um, but Carolina's exactly where they thought Baker they were. Mayfield made a little comeback here. He was 14 of 20, 152, 155 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, and they already said P.J. Walker stuff. That, that was in garbage time, though. Yeah, that was after they were down by 40 fucking points. Uh, right. Deonta Foreman didn't do anything. Thank God he's right back where we thought he was. And I'll tell you this much. I get it. P.J. Walker did everything to throw this game away, and the, the Panthers' defense looked awful, but... The Bengals D finally had one of those games like last year where they didn't allow anything. Right. Until it was blowout time and until Baker Mayfield came in. And then he, you know, Baker Mayfield threw a few very nice balls. The, the turnovers destroyed the Panthers. Yeah, it was yeah. it was just it was an awful fucking game. Um but the Bengals I, I kept they saying got the game they needed to get to get right. them rolling. They needed the statement win. They needed the they needed the puff your chest out win, and they got that against the Panthers. And I think going forward now, Joe Mixon needed that too. Joe yes. Mixon was was consistently average, well, consistently above average this year. We haven't seen that super elite, mind boggling game from him, and especially with Jamar Chase out, they need right. him to step up, and he did. And it was a fabulous game for the Bengals and Joe Mixon. You guys want to talk about the Packers and Lions again or no? No. I'm, that was a joke. Moving, uh, on. moving on. Well, this game cost the Colts quite a bit. Uh, Frank Reich gone. 
Uh, as we said earlier in the episode, Jeff Saturday, a broadcaster, is now the Saturday. interim. He was the center. Saturday. He was, he was, he was Peyton Manning's center. He was Saturday. coaching his knows. kids' Saturday. high school football team, Saturday. and now he got promoted to an NFL job. So um, Jim Ursay needs to share his liquor with uh, with Sheila and Martha. Um, but Patriots dominated in all aspects of this game. Sam Ellinger, listen, Sam Ellinger is a practice squad QB. He's a 15 of 29 for 103 and a pick. I get it. You were a little inspired by Bailey Zappi. Uh, guess what? At the end of the day, the Patriots do things like that. The Patriots bring up a practice squad guy who is successful in the league. The, guess what? Sam Ellinger ain't the fucking guy. So whoever threw out Matt Ryan to put this in there, hey, admit your mistake and I, I tell Matt, hey, come back. Sam Ellinger, oh, I'm going to say this. He was sacked nine times. Nine times. Well, maybe that. Maybe here we go. Absolutely decimated. Maybe this is the reason why uh, Jonathan Taylor's hurt and hasn't played. Right. And when he does, he goes for sixty yards when he should be going for one sixty. What, what happened? Yeah. With the, what happened with this team's offensive line? It's garbage. That used to be the strength of their team. It's garbage. And and you're getting guys. Yeah. Michael Pittman, three receptions, twenty two yards. It's awful. The real thing is, is he might win his bet. What bet? That the Patriots will win more than nine there. games. It's getting there, baby. It's getting there. Well, it's getting there. Jets, Minnesota, Buffalo, LLL. At Arizona, maybe they pick one up. That's six. At Vegas, that's seven. Cincinnati's a loss. Miami's a loss. Buffalo's a loss. Seven. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you think they're going to beat Buffalo in Buffalo on J? You know what? You never they know. might win that game you because you never know. Yeah. Nobody gave the fucking Jets a chance against them. You never know. We didn't. Listen, these divisional games, you got to watch out for those. I'm telling you. Divisional games are a fucking toss-up. You don't, you don't know what team you're going to get. Hey, you might get the Carolina Panthers. Guess what? Who went into fucking Tampa and punched them right in the fucking mouth. They're not going to beat the Jets twice. They already beat them once. You never know. They're not going to beat the Jets twice. Never know. They're not going to beat the Jets you twice. You never know. <laughs> I do. I know things. I know this. Okay. Uh, I so, know things. Yeah, Sam Ellinger, awful. Uh, Deion Jackson, Awful, two yards per carry, and they nobody caught the ball. Ellinger threw for 103 fucking yards. What are you What are you gonna do? Um, but guess what? Mac Jones didn't play that great of a game either. He was 20 for 30 for 147 yards, a touchdown. He was sacked four times himself. Doesn't matter when the score is 26 to three. Doesn't. Blow it off. doesn't. It was an absolute. Wait, blow what off. was our deal? Huh? I have to wear a Rogers jersey. Right. What was that? What did he bet over under Lions for doing six? I can't remember. I think it was six. They're not going to win fucking five. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. I don't six. So. Anyway. Yeah, um, the game's in Lambeau, so I wouldn't even be able to do it. I hear you. Oh, yeah, you will. What, I'll, I'll book your spirit me? ticket. You're Absolutely. Me? Um, in fact, oh, come on. Have at least got to be Delta. No. Nope. <laughs> you have to wear a cheese hat, too. Uh, overall, I mean, the Patriots. Here's the thing. This is another one of those games where the Colts played so bad that the Patriots looked so good. Because nobody for the Patriots, I mean, their offense did when not. You, you got to go to New England and play. The same thing happened with Detroit. The same thing happened with all these other teams that go there, too. Yeah, it's just. there's Something's just, in the water. I'm telling Something's you. Something's in the air. Bilicek and Matt Patricia must fondle each other, and it creates some sort of spell, and the whole place is cursed. And Because guess what? the that, they, were, they were the anecdote for the Lions offense. As they soon were. as they played that game at Gillette, Bill Belichick had the a week to put together a game plan to just stifle it. And it dismantled them. 
All right, you Expose talk about them. you. You go ahead and talk about the Bills and Jets game because I why the what, Bills what went we into the Meadowlands and lost to the Jets. All right, here here was the the Bills Sauce. game plan. Stephon Diggs was had five receptions for ninety three yards. Josh Allen nine carries, eighty six yards and two touchdowns. Passing, he was eighteen of thirty four for two oh five and two picks. Do you know statistically? This is. Statistically, that was wor- Josh Allen's worst start since his rookie year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know why? They put together a nice defense over there in in, uh, in New York. Gang Green is back. Gang Green is back and strong. Sauce Gardner <laughs> with a nice pick of Josh Allen and took the heart right out of him at the end. That's 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 what that's. That's awesome. He's on that protein life. He's on that cheese sauce. Garrett Wilson, eight receptions, 92 yards. Zach Wilson, who's unimpressive once again. Zach Wilson's fucking awful. We need to talk about that. For a buck 54 and a touchdown. Uh, Michael Carter had a very good game. 12 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown. You can't ask for anything more out of him. No, you can't. He had a great game. He did have a nice game. And Garrett Wilson, too, uh, another guy who had a great game. He had a great game. game. And uh, Zach you know Wilson. Robert just, Salas got Zach, these guys playing. Zach Wilson's in it going to be an issue going forward. because this, Oh, I agree. This I agree. got to get out of those MILFs DMs. I agree. This team's defense is built to be a playoff contender, and they have weapons to make them a playoff contender, and Zach Wilson can't get out of his own way. And realistically, right. the defense won them that game yesterday wholeheartedly. Absolutely. They sacked Josh Allen five times yesterday. Um, I, I just wanted to bring something up real quick. You remember way back, I want to say this was May, Here we go. June, when I said that the Patriots would finish last in this division? They're not going to. Oh, so who's going to? Uh, and you said, you said, quote, unquote, the Patriots will finish in second and give the Bills a run for their money? Uh, what's her record right now? Who's? New England. Uh, give me one second. They are five and four. Five and four. Mm-hmm. They're one game above five hundred. Mm-hmm. What are the Jets? Six and three. Six and three. Mm-hmm. What are the Bills? Six and two. Six and two. Mm-hmm. It, uh, to me, mm-hmm. still wide open. Still got fucking uh, half a season to play. I thought right Gang now. Green was back, baby. Gang Green is back. Oh, Gang Green has played really well. The problem is their quarterback is shit. Yeah, if Joe Flacco, and, if there, then it'd who, be a who, whole different story. Yeah. Um, I mean, if Flacco, I, I'm not going to say Flacco's the answer because no. I don't think he is. He's old. I get it. But more report going team, forward, though. he's got better rapport with the receivers than fucking I Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's aw- are awful right now. I, I I don't even know what to tell you. You know, he's he's just chucking a ball up there and fucking. Thank God he's got Garrett Wilson just to rip it down for him. I mean, it, I, to me. Losing Brees Hall is going to come back to get them in the end. I agree. And I feel the Patriots will finish in front of them. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> Awful take. Okay. You want to put that on the record? You, you really want to put that on the record? I can have cut it. I, I, I really think that they'll finish better than the Jets will going. What about forward. Miami? Miami's hard to say right now. If, if Tua goes down like the ragdoll that I think he is, they might finish in front of them, too. Did you take a couple hits of Bruce's weed pen? Nope. Um, I don't need to do that. Yeah, I don't do drugs. No, he was smoking peyote with Yeah, you uh, smoking do peyote drugs. with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. And don't be a pussy. If you're going to smoke something, smoke heroin. Fundament- oh. Fundamentally. Oh, don't do that, please. 
fundamentally, here's the biggest issue with the Bills, and it's it's uh, it's pretty simple to figure out. I don't know what they offered Carolina in the McCaffrey sweepstakes, but they should have upped the ante because you don't have one relevant running back well, on this team. Your best runner is your fucking quarterback. Issue. You're going to get Big Josh issue. Allen absolutely killed. You're going to get Josh Allen killed. No, Josh Allen's big enough to where he's not, but Josh yeah. Allen fumbled the ball two times. Josh Allen... He ne- came up a little lame at the end of that game, holding his elbow. There there might be some issues there. You don't know. That's his throwing arm. So Justin Fields is allowed to do it, but when Josh Allen does it... No, I'm oh. agreeing. I, I have no issue with All Josh Allen running the ball nine you, times. You know what? I don't care if they take off and run. I watch guys. You watch That's different. You watch Jalen Hurts do that. That's different. Those are designed. They're they're not designed runs, but he's smart enough to get out of bounds and not take a beating. Josh Allen will Josh lower his Allen shoulder and lower fuck his somebody up and fucking try to run right through. You. I'm good with that. Which is cool. Good with it. No, that's, that's awesome to see cool. when your your quarterback cool. is tough enough to be able to drive downfield and do something. You're the one who's all, oh, it's these fucking pussies. And they you are. see one quarterback run down the field and lower his shoulder, and you're like, yeah. oh, my God, you're going to get this guy killed. You should be all, all for say, Josh all Allen going helmet to helmet with oh, a motherfucker. Uh, really, dude? Really? If he goes down, what do you think happens to them? They're done. The season's Thank over. You. Thank you. Yeah, but, Thank I you. mean, it doesn't matter. Guess what? If Kirk Cousins. you got to play smart, no? If Kirk Cousins is sitting back in the pocket and the gets cute, absolutely the ass cute guy there in fucking Kansas City does it the right way. Absolutely he, he does. He way around and runs out of fucking bounds. So absolutely nobody touches he him. does, yes. That's how you fucking do it. You want to lower your shoulder and get a first down? I'm, I don't have a problem He's with that. supporting the cuteness and pussification. Yeah, can you hurry this up? Because I want to get to that game. If, that was actually exciting. If you fucking continue to run this guy like you did yesterday... He ain't going to last a whole season, period. And what does that put your ball club? Where does that put your ball club? Not in first place anymore. I, I mean, I knew they didn't have a run game. That's all, all I'm saying <laughs> is if you don't if you don't have a fucking running back that you can turn around and give the ball to fucking 20 to 25 times a game, you're in fucking trouble. You're one-dimensional, a la Matt Stafford, a la Tom Brady, a la the rest of these assholes. I'm telling you, if you don't Singletary have that fucking running back, attempts. you're killing That's yourself. fucking ridiculous. And the same thing happens to fucking Lamar Jackson. When he becomes the premier guy, he doesn't have anybody to give that ball to. If he doesn't have a Gus Edwards, he's fucking one-dimensional. Easy to play him. That's why they lost the fucking two games they've lost. Right or wrong? Hello? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was, I was, I was, uh, anyway. Taking care of some personal business. No, it was actually, uh, (laughs) podcast business that I forgot about. Um, okay. Um, fundamentally, this is the issue for the Bills. They don't have, they don't have a running back. They need one. They need a running back. Point blank, period. Um, I have no issue with Josh Allen running. Josh Allen is, by the way, I I don't mean to change subject here, but, but I, I truly think that if if going forward, I thought that Buffalo was the best team in football. I I just don't think that anymore. I just don't think that anymore. They're not as well rounded. I don't I don't understand I, I don't why you don't think that. What about this makes you not think that? I I just you know what? I I just don't feel that way about them. I don't know if it's the coaching. But I I just coaching. For some reason I I don't believe in the Buffalo Bills, man. I don't. 
I don't think they'll beat Kansas City again. I I just I I don't believe in them. I I'm gonna disagree with you there wholeheartedly. Okay. Uh, I would say that uh, number one. Because obviously, if the Bills aren't the best team in football, you're going to say Philadelphia is. Because all you do is come down here and say how well-rounded they are. They are? Okay. He's got a point. Am I wrong on that? No, I didn't say you're wrong. No, you're right. You're right. I didn't say you're wrong. As much as an asshole as I am, I am right. Okay, but I think the Bills are still a better football team than Philadelphia. One, Philadelphia hasn't beaten anybody that have even given the Bills a game. I mean, they beat up Minnesota. They beat up Minnesota, and they beat Minnesota. They beat up Minnesota really week two. Okay. They beat up Minnesota week two. And then uh, okay. this week, you know, Houston, I, I don't know if anybody remembers, but Houston put them up against the ropes. So well, Houston played a good game. Let's see the NFL. Let's not, you know, they beat any Arizona. Week, any week they beat Arizona by a field goal. Okay. so He's used to Tom Brady putting, you know, four Indianapolis points beat up against Kansas City. Yeah, absolutely. Week. So is, is are they a write-off now, too? Who? Kansas City. Are you writing them off? Absolutely not. I think no, they're better than Philadelphia. Not. Right now, my top three are Buffalo, Kansas City, and Philly. And I just because of what you've seen on the field. Okay. Philadelphia needs I, one big I'd win. I'd say one big fucking win. Probably put the Chiefs above the Bills. Well, we can talk about that when we get down to the Chiefs here momentarily. Um, next up, the Vikings beat Washington 22 17. And in a game that could have either went either way. Game that could have went either damn way. Damn it, Heineke! <laughs> and I was so fucking distraught for him because I am on the Heineke bandwagon. I know you are, and guess what? It's God just going to be unfortunate why. for you. Uh, Kirk Cousins, twenty-two of forty for two sixty-five, two tuds, a pick, and was sacked twice. It was ice and, Cook and had to get picked up and uh, carried off, carried off the field, and came back in. Listen, that video he of him balls as big as church bells. That that video of him <laughs> on the plane after the game with no yeah. shirt on, just getting after with all, everybody's chain just on, iced out. It was completely. fucking awesome. You didn't see that? Yeah. Oh my god, it was fabulous. Uh, what's wrong with Delvin Cook? What do you mean? Uh, it's just... Uh, he scored a winning touchdown. Bro. I know. I know. But something just... Ain't talking about like 70 it. carries for fucking 47 yards? Yeah, that's... Well, guess what? He got... They ran into a fucking defense and it's He's no old. joke. You know? I, I think the Washington Commanders defense is better than what people think. And they get Chase Young back next week. I just don't think Cook got the sauce. Really? No more. Well, okay. I- I'll say this. You want to know who looked really impressive? Justin Jefferson? Well, yes, but I mean, that's a given. Uh, Mr. TJ Hawkinson oh, was God. nine for nine, pulled in every target for 70 yards. Yeah. Add a way. Add a fucking way. Somebody who actually knows how to utilize a tight end. Uh, Justin Jefferson, seven oh, yeah, receptions. You only got him in there to catch passes. Yeah, that is. Okay, you can't count on him to be the next Rob Gronkowski. Guess what? If realistically. That's what they called him coming out of college, baby Gronk, remember? Who cares? Not even close. It's going to be great. He'll be a pro bowler. Uh, Justin Jefferson, seven receptions, 115 yards and a tud. Uh, On the other side for the commanders, um, they were not able to run the ball against this Minnesota defense. And, you know, we've kind of seen this the last couple of weeks now. Minnesota's defense. They ran the ball for 137 yards. I mean, uh, it was Minnesota who couldn't run the fucking football. They only ran 
56 yards as a team. I mean, if we're going to sit here and talk about being able to run the footballs, Antonio Gibson averaging three yards per carry and Brian Robinson averaging 3.4 yards per carry. Okay. That, that to me personally, that's not being able to run the football. Well, so yeah. thing with Minnesota couldn't run the ball. Either. I, I'm not disagreeing with you there. I, Minnesota ran the ball absolutely atrocious, but the okay. point that I was trying to make here was the fact that Minnesota's defense actually looks better than I expected them to, and Zadarius Smith has, is really coming to life there. Okay. Uh, but I guess you disagree. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm just saying, you know, it's, it is what it is, dude. <laughs> the time of possession was just about even. What he? You know, the only difference was the third down efficiency. Listen to Commanders me. Commanders were three Listen of to me. 10. No, here you want to hear what the that, difference that's is. That's the problem. Taylor Heineke was fifty percent passing. Okay, he right. threw picks in crucial uh, in crucial spots, and he only threw for one hundred and forty nine yards. There's the issue. So you could sit here and continue to stroke Tyler Heineke all you want, but guess what? He Taylor ain't no Heineke. fucking good at football. He ain't no Herbert. <laughs> he ain't no good at football. All right. He's Period. He's not good. You'll see. He's not good. He's not good. He's not good. That, I, I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Their offensive line's not that great. Um, neither of their running backs are that great. I don't know why everybody was so high on Brian Robinson. He hasn't showed shit. Okay. Antonio okay. Gibson's kind of starting to go into washed category. Why? I mean, Curtis you're, Samuel's you're your best Antonio receiver. Gibson owner. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm an Antonio Gibson owner who yeah. had to play him the last two weeks. I've had Eckler and Chubb on a bye. Trust me, okay. he'll be gone. He will be gone. I, I, Minnesota wasn't that impressive yesterday. I'm not saying that. But I think their defense is giving teams issues that I weren't really expecting to have it. Right? If you look at Antonio Gibson the last two games, he ran rampant. He wasn't able to do that against Minnesota. Dalvin Cook also wasn't really able to do that against Washington, but I'm not as concerned about Washington's defense. Let's put it that way. Because guess what? Taylor Heineke will make sure they lose enough games for them. Okay. Bring back Carson so, Wentz. I never thought I'd hear myself say so that. So Jeff Bezos is in talk of buying the Commanders? Everybody's in talks of buying the fucking Commanders. All I've seen all week. Yeah, but he's already got ties into the NFL with the whole thing. Absolutely, and he lives in Washington. You you brought up my closing topic oh, for today. Oh, damn it, I didn't. No, no, that's okay, because we're going to get into that little preview there. Um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Las Vegas. And the Raiders? We thought they were the best fucking we, at the time. Yeah. One of the poor football team there was. Uh, on paper, they looked like they could compete for this division. And on the field, they are. An, it's a dumpster fire. It's an atrocity. Like, let's just be real. It's an absolute dumpster. The Las at, Vegas. At what, at what point? The Las Vegas Raiders have the same record as the Detroit Lions. At what point does. Does, does Bolt Cut Davis, get pissed and fucking with, throw everybody weirdo, out? Weirdo Mark Davis get get angry and and tell Josh McDaniels goodbye. You know, we've seen this before from Josh McDaniels. That's the thing. We've seen this before. I I remember this happening in Denver. Yeah. Where everybody was calling up, calling for his head. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, they make the fucking playoffs. Well, going to the playoffs to do some damage. Absolutely. So there's that. There's the fact but, that he did have Tim Tebow at that time. Yeah, he had God on his side. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I don't know yet. I don't know. Because, I mean, everybody was like, oh, Devontae Adams isn't getting anything done. Devontae Adams goes for 10 for 146 and two tuds yesterday, and they still lost. Everybody everybody had the world's largest erection over Josh Jacobs for three weeks, and then he just falls right back into the hole. You know what I mean? Uh, Derek Carr doesn't look very inspirational. He can't have a game where he's better than 60% passing. Um, What's happening to him? Their defense isn't playing that great. Your defense is actually playing pretty fucking awful. Yeah. You you have you you would expect for them Max Crosby is the best player on the field for them. And you know what? O- and he's offensively, not... I would say it's Adams. Defensively, I would say it's fucking Crosby. I mean, Blake Martinez is quietly racking up all the fucking tackles that he racked up at the Giants. I'm surprised he's even on their team. I was shocked. I mean, yeah, Chandler your Chandler Jones has a half a sack on the year. That to me is I, I I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's just there, it's, there has to it's be all something bad. going on there. It's all bad. Um, you know, they have uh, I mean there's big names there. Uh Farrell has a half a sack. Breakout game yesterday. Okay, Travis Atien is finally showing us what we all knew, and that was that he's pretty fucking good at football. Um twenty eight rushes and see, I that said this last week. This week. What? That was one of my starts this week. That was. And I, I said that, I said last week when they when played. Brian, Brian Robinson was traded. Well, no, but when they played Denver last week, Travis Atien, they gave him 24 carries. All right. Now we're actually starting to see them do what they need to do to win football games. What they drafted this kid for. You know, the week before yeah. against the Giants, pretty decent defense. 14 rushes, 114 yards. They ended up losing both those games, but. When you give him your 25 carries per game, good things will happen. Right. Good things will happen. 28 carries, 109 yards, two touchdowns. Can't ask for any more out of him. And you know what? Trevor Lawrence, 80% passing. Yeah. 80%. So, with that being said, when you are that efficient at quarterback. He didn't and when you turn the ball over. That was key. Correct. When you hold on to the football, you are efficient passing, and you can run the ball well. You'll win games in this league. I, I will Kirk, say this. That, that game was a tough-played game. Both teams played their asses off. But, I will say that. It was a tight game, 27-20. Jacksonville came out on top. It, it was it was a good game by both both teams. They, they, they played hard. And, it, you know. People thought it was going to be a shit show game, and it wasn't. It's. It, it, I thought it was going to be a shit show too. Yeah. I really did. Um, but ultimately, I think Jacksonville. This is. These are the kind of wins that Jacksonville needs to gut out to right. show everybody what they really are. You know what I mean? They're and, a and, very young team. Yes. With a very good roster on both sides of the ball. With an inspired coach. I, and, and it's 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 day and night yeah. from what they were from last Correct. year to the year, this year. I'm I'm happy for Jacksonville, and you know what? I think that's a sign of what's to come. I think they're really going to start. I thought it would happen a little bit earlier personally, but I think they're going to start to gut out some of these wins. No, you were right. You know what? You gave them a, a lot of wins early on. Again. They were losing these tight ball games. I mean, and uh, they could have easily went the other way. Yeah, especially that Denver game. That Denver yeah. game. You know, I mean, they got Kansas City coming up at Kansas City, so right. I'm not expecting much there. They actually played. They actually played Philadelphia tough too. They did. They yeah. got Baltimore, Detroit, Tennessee, Dallas. I mean, they don't have an easy schedule going forward, but I, I think we're going to see a lot of improvement out of Jacksonville. I think going Jacksonville forward. will have more wins than the Detroit Lions this year. Oh, I mean, fucking a. Yes, I do. I don't doubt that for one second. Um, this this was a fun game to watch. Uh, it, it was. Yeah, and it was exciting. All the way through. Yeah. 
and to watch, I you know, I I will say this, Kyler Murray. Last week he came to the sidelines and was absolutely losing his mind on Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. This week he came to the sidelines and was losing his mind on DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. And and. I, I don't know. Is this a Kyler Murray issue? Is this a culture issue? Is this a Kingsbury exactly. issue? What is it? What's Nobody, I don't think anybody knows because they're being very quiet about it because they're saying it's in-house. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of noise around this team in the offseason, and that's never a good thing. There's a lot of noise around Kyler Murray. Are they going to pay him? Do they pay him? Okay, now they paid him. Oh wait, there's a contract in there that assen- there's a clause in that contract that essentially says he's, he's not focused on the game of work. football. Right. Yeah. So what what's what is it I here, man? Duty. You're giving this guy hundreds of millions of dollars now, and there's constant turmoil. I, I don't know. And it's and it's beginning to result in losses and not correct. And they should not be where they're at right now. No, they're not way the talent too talented. They have on that team. And, but you know what? I'm gonna say this too. This is a Cliff Kingsbury issue. Uh, James Conner is going into this year, was a premier running back in this league. Okay, I'll rephrase that. He was not a premier running back. He was a well above average running back. You're giving him seven fucking carries a game. And I get it. He's coming off of injury. But don't put the – why are teams putting these guys out there if they are not ready to go? Eno Benjamin has not at any point shown that he is worth a fuck. So if you're going to put James Conner out there, give him 15, 16 carries to get him integrated back into the offense. If you can't do that, then I don't know what to tell you. You know, Zach Ertz is continuing to be a, a absolute stud for this team. Five receptions, 40 yards, and a touchdown. He's He is a perfect option. But, you know, when you're only getting the ball to DeAndre Hopkins, he only had five targets. You yeah. got it. Kyler has to step up to the plate here. If you're going to throw the ball 35 times in a game, 10 of those should be going DeAndre Hopkins' way. Because DeAndre Hopkins is not a guy that you need to work to get open. Throw the fucking ball up to him. Yeah. Throw it up and hope and good things will happen. Um, I I just don't think they were they're on the same page. No, nobody on that him team. Him missing on the that same many page. fucking games and not being able to practice has really hurt him. I, I agree, but yeah. but the whole thing is, the first two games besides this, he looked sensational. I, I mean, well, that was against a lesser. Stop. Stop. I, I mean, go ahead, crown him. Go ahead, crown him. Crown who? Crown him. I know you're going to crown him. Crown who? Oh, please. Uh, the man next to me has had the most engorged direction of all time over the Seattle Seahawks as of late after doing nothing but absolutely dirt throwing them all offseason. But now. I know, am not the only person that threw dirt on them. I so did too. I did to too. Fucking but I'll still Pete Carroll was on I'll, the hot seat. I'll fucking what, own it. What? We said we both said this. When does Geno Smith come down earth? When does Geno Smith come down he and beat Geno Smith? Not because as of right now, this is Geno. He's fucking been good. This is Geno. He's Smith. been good. Um, the only chance that Geno Smith has of coming back down to earth is the Kenneth Walker getting hurt. Well, okay, if Kenneth Walker gets hurt, the season's over. But other than that, they play San Francisco, Kansas City, and the Jets. Three games in a row, and then the Rams end the year, and that right. that'll be it there. Right. Um, if it happens, if it happens, they play Tampa this week in fucking Germany, and I'll preview that oh, game. I when, hate the 
fucking out of country game. I'll preview that when we talk about Tampa next. But uh, I mean, the the biggest surprise for me for the Seahawks is how well the defense is playing. I mean, yeah, especially with a with a bunch of guys that they're they're young guys. They're not household names. I don't I don't think a lot of people even know who they are. No, you got a bunch of rookies playing with the uh, just the right amount of veterans to get that team and where they need to be. Here's the outside of Kyler Murray not playing well and there being controversy between all of them. The Cardinals defense is awful. I'm sorry. Yeah, they had an interception return for a touchdown. That's the only thing that saved them. Yeah, yesterday. they're awful. They 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 are not good against the run. They the their linebacking core. I get it. Zayvon Collins good tackle machine but in coverage they they can't cover tight ends they don't no. they're they're second to last in tight end coverage Noah Fant who hasn't done literal donkey dick all year goes for five for 96 Tyler Lockett you expect it right Metcalf kind of a quiet day again his patellar tendon is being held together with paper clips and rubber bands right now but right Kenneth Walker has emerged into this into this role now to where he's Geno Smith doesn't have to work hard. Yeah. Geno Smith is just you just said it right there. They've they've established that Kenneth Walker is going to be this bell cow. We're gonna give him the ball 25 times a game, and he will put us in a position where when Geno Smith has to throw the ball, it's not going to be hard work for him to get it done. Correct. And it's working. Now, Kenneth Walker doesn't get hurt. They could run this, and they might give San Francisco a run for their money in this division. I'm starting to get there now. We were wrong about this Seattle team. Is it still kind of smoke and mirror-y for me? Yeah. Do I think it's kind of Giants-esque? Yeah. Do I think think this team is as good as they are playing or as the record reflects? No. I feel the same way about the Giants. I feel the same way about the Jets. So the beauty of Seattle is they don't really have a moment where they're going to get exposed up until right at the end. Right. So that game that they play against uh, San Francisco, I mean, it's in week 14 at home on Thursday night football. That's going to be one of those games that's going to decide fates. Right. You know what I mean? And See, I, I think they're fine when, when Geno Smith is throwing 34, 24, 34 times a game. Beautiful. You're okay. As soon as you're passing but that what's threshold, what's going to happen to him – when he has to throw the ball 40, 45, 40, uh, against Sanford, times a game right. against, against a really good defense, right. what's going to happen? Yeah. Is is Kenneth Walker going to make it look easy against San Francisco's run defense? No. Is he going to make it look easy against the Rams' run defense in three weeks? No. no. Is he going to make it look easy against Tampa's run defense What if he week? does? Then, then, then we're having a different conversation. Then, then it's dangerous. Then we are having a different conversation. Right. Um. Moving on to a... Finally, finally, a Tampa game that made me smile. The Buccaneers beat the Rams at home 16-13 to in the revenge game from last season. And I will tell you this. Am I going to sit here as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and parade around with my wiener tucked between my legs over a fact that they beat the Rams 16-13? to No, I am not. Am I thrilled about the fact that Tom Brady was forced to throw the ball 58 times at 58 years old? No, I am not. 58 years old? It was just an expression. Okay. Um, Am I fucking thrilled of the fact that Leonard Fournette ran the ball nine times for 19 yards? No. Am I deeply concerned with the state of this team still? Yes. 
am I much happier with the defense, the way that they played? Matt, Sta- Matt Stafford looked like a fucking peewee quarterback yesterday. And I get it. He hasn't My looked God, good. Dude, he took a couple of shots yesterday. Oh, wow. I was shocked. That he and got I didn't up. see any roughing the passer calls because my man was getting fucking obliterated. He did. He did. He was 48% passing because he was terrified the entire time. Vita oh, Vea. Vita Vea. Is, is, that's looked, a scary dude. That's what I want to see. That's yeah. what I yeah. need to see as a Buccaneers fan. And we saw it. And guess what? I will say this. Their secondary outplayed the Rams tenfold. Yes. Tenfold. Cooper, Cooper you know what they did? They let Cooper cut. Do you know? I was going to say one, the, play. one, one play. play. He had a 70 yard fucking catch. And that's fine. I'm good with that. Realistically. After that, it was, it was, it was, they on. shut it down. Realistically, this was the first time this year. And I can confidently say this because I've watched essentially every minute of Buccaneers football there's been this year. And you can sit there and shake your head at me all you want, but you can't disagree with anything. me here. If they can play not yet the last 40 seconds, what if they can play the rest of the year like they did the last 40 seconds of that game, they're good. The offensive line man the fuck up. Aaron Donald came in and they, they found a way to stop him for, for the three plays that they needed to. Okay. Uh Brady was electric in the last minute of that game. It was stop. How many other quarterbacks in this league right now go up against that Rams defense with 40 seconds left and have to go 65 yards to win the game? Tony Romo's bitch ass sat on there and said, if they don't get the ball on their side of the 50 here, they got no chance. Brady started at the 35. Tony fucking Brady started with the ball at the 35 with no timeouts and 40 seconds left to go and fucking gutted the Rams. And that's what you expect him to do. He did what was expected of him. And if they can do that, if they can find a way to do that the rest of the way. This, is, this isn't the game I'm looking for. I'm looking for that blowout fucking game. But guess what? I, I don't. That's what I, I'm looking for. The, all the, They have not put together a solid fucking performance as a team yet this year. No, they have not. And that's what's scary. No, they have that's not. That's what's scary. But. I'm waiting for the defense to play with the offense to play and the special teams to play. Wait, you're waiting for it to all come in line and click, and it hasn't done you it. You want to know when I think we're finally going to see it? Next week, no. I hope. No. You want me to be honest with you? No. I in, in, oh, okay. <laughs> in my heart of hearts, I think that game against Seattle in Germany is the absolute next week. Wor- yes, next week I, I said is that. the absolute worst fucking thing that could happen for this team. Number one, we don't know where Brady's head's at. Point blank period. We can say it. We don't know where his head's at. He gutted that one out yesterday. What do you, you mean? You know where his fucking head's at? It's in the winning a ball game. That's where he's fucking at. Right I now. haven't seen that yet. Outside of 40 seconds yesterday, I haven't seen the that. The divorce is killing Listen him. Listen to me. That guy that was on the sideline fucking absolutely losing his mind on his offensive line. That's that's the Tom Brady I want. That's to see. what we need to keep seeing. Well, yeah, but he wasn't yelling at them. He was seeing. yelling at. Janelle. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if they can't run the ball against Seattle, they're done. Listen to me. And I Listen, don't think they're going. That, to, I, anger, I don't, I don't think his married life deep. has anything to do with his performance. I do. I, it's I, inevitable. I Absolutely. It's inevitable. I truly don't. That's think his so. family. I think that the the going into this year and them not addressing the fucking issues that were going on. Is part of the GM's fault. I agree with that. For not 
reloading that team and getting that team where it needed to be. Agree. That's the fucking GM. Talking back about the games, though, I think they're going to get. I think it's going to be bad against Seattle next week. I don't think you can't beat. You Seattle. don't think that they're ready for Seattle? No. If you can't you beat Seattle, if you can't run the ball, yeah, you cannot beat Seattle if you can't run the ball. And at the end of the day, they can not run the ball. They have Tom Brady. I get it. Tom Brady he's not Tom Brady is not Kyler fucking Murray. He's not cute. Yes, but what? I think he's a You don't understand. Dude. It's it's he's saying that they need a run game bad. No, Tom he Brady thinks they'll be fine without the run. I think they're going to be like, fine, period. Tom, I, I don't know what you're no, talking about. Tom Brady has always had a running back. Listen to me. The best running back. but he Listen to me right now. Why is everybody off the wagon of Leonard Fournette? Leonard oh. Fournette is an absolute monster. Dude, you got to fuck. You guys, you guys are, are you all jumped off right the now? wagon. That guy won them a fucking Super Bowl. Hold on. That's fine. That's all great. What? 2.1. 2.7, 2. 2.4. per carry, dude. They don't give him the ball enough. Yards in a game. His highest all year, 21 for 63, 14 for 56, 12 for 35, 24 for 65. Just said it yourself. When does Leonard Fournette become a fucking monster? Does everybody forget about the Super Bowl? Does everybody forget about the second half Guess of that what? Super Bowl? They're not going to be put that there. Team on his back. They're and not fucking gonna... drove it down their throat. They're not going to be there. Thirty-five times a game, bud. That's right. not playoff That's... money. This is this right. Is this is getting to the playoff. Times a game, bud. This is okay. You want to know what's going to fucking happen? You want to know how this is going to go? go ahead. They're going to they're going to be the worst. They're going to have the worst record for any division winner. Getting into the playoffs is a fucking four no, seed. That 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 was the New York Giants at nine and nine. At 500, that slipped in there and smacked the fucking 17 and old team right in the mouth. Okay. They're going to slip into the playoffs barely, and they're going to have to play San Francisco or somebody or Seattle in the first round of the fucking playoffs, and they're right. going to get punched in the fucking mouth. Really? Because they don't have a run you're, game. You're not a believer. No, you can sit here and tell me this. The, why, was, why is playoff Lenny so effective? Because he was what? running behind the best offensive line in football last year. Period. Well, they weren't the best offensive line in football, no. Statistically, yes, they were. Philadelphia Eagles had the best offensive line in football. Statistically, followed by the Detroit Lions. Well, and guess what? What followed happened? What happened to Philadelphia? What happened Detroit to Philadelphia Lions. in the divisional round? Okay. Okay. Uh, Moving on. Do I believe in this team? Yes. Do I think this team is a playoff team? Yes. Do I think they could? Do I think we could still see Tampa in an NFC Championship game? Yes. If they can run the ball. And you can sit here and bend in the microphone all you want, but you're disagreeing with me saying they're better than they are. <laughs> as far as the Rams go, because we didn't even talk about them, Matt Stafford is fucking awful. They can't, they, you want to talk about a team that cannot run the football? They cannot run the football. Sean McVay has a vendetta against Cam Akers and refuses to use him. Cooper Cup is absolutely phenomenal. Everybody else on the team is garbage. Period. Allen Robinson, it's a failed experiment. Cut him. Cut Aaron your fucking Donald's losses. supposed to be the best defensive tackle in football. Aaron Donald. Best defensive player in football. Aaron me. Donald is one of the beast. He's, he's an beast. absolute animal. Outside of those two, Jalen Ramsey. Whew. He's an awesome player. Yeah. Anyway. The Rams are done. No, I'd rather watch Malik mm. Willis. 
You'd rather watch Malik Willis and the Chiefs, eh? Honest to God, so would I. I'll be honest with you. I watched this game till the very, very end last night. I, I was just I was, in awe. I was in awe. Of was how, how, how a team with that five threw, completions that, that has 80 yards passing, oh. 80 yards passing, took a team to overtime. Uh, Malik Willis, five completions for 80 yards, three sacks, 31% passing, quarterback rating of 49. And they took the Kansas City Chiefs yes. to overtime. Yes. To overtime. I, 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 I'm still in awe of it, uh, to be honest with you. I, I, I'm just shocked. Patrick Mahomes threw the ball 68 times. And was sacked fucking four times. He was 43 for 446, a tud, a pick in four sacks for a QBR of 80. He also had six runs for 63 yards and a touchdown. That is 500 yards of total offense for Patrick Mahomes due to the fact that the combination of Edwards, Hilaire, Pacheco, and McKinnon ran a combined 12 times for a combined 14 that's, that's fucking yards. That is not that fucking is, enough. That is just awful. And this is why they... They almost lost this yeah. fucking football game because yep. of that. They had 29 first downs. The Titans had nine. <laughs> they had 20 more first downs in this fucking game. Um, Unbelievable. You want to know? Juju showed up. Yeah, 10 for 88 for Juju. Who? Juju Smith-Schuster, anyway. 10 for 88. He's really emerged as a superstar as of late. Um, Nicole Hardman, 6 for 79. And a touchdown. Two guys that Uncle Sam dropped. Uh, no. Travis Kelsey, 10 for 106. Why are, you, why are you talking shit? I have Hardman. Oh, you do, don't you? I dropped Schuster. You dropped Schuster. Schuster did absolutely nothing for the first five games of the year. That is true. Uh, you could have wiped your ass with him. <laughs> as far as the Titans go, um, it was a very, very <laughs> simple. It was a very, very simple <laughs> equation. Uh, Derrick Henry ran the ball 17 times for 115 yards and two touchdowns. That direct snap where they put Malik Willis out wide, he just trotted right in. Absolutely beautiful play. Yeah. Beautiful play. Uh, Titans defense, too. Chippy, aggressive, mean. I loved everything. And when they got into the red zone, that Titans defense stepped up yes. big. Um it, this was a hard-fought, complete, full-on battle the entire way. And they were at Kansas City. That yes. is not an easy place In Arrowhead at 8 o'clock at night, very difficult place to play. And I'll, I'll tell you what, they really showed what they were made of last night. Tennessee, they've won, they went five, they've won five in a row before this. Yeah. And, and you know what? They're going to end up right back where they were last year. They're, they're going to they're gonna break some hearts going forward. I mean, they got Denver next week which I think is going to be another battle just due to the fact that Denver's run defense is so nice. Uh, then they go at Green Bay. That'll be an absolute gaping. Uh, then they play Cincinnati, Philadelphia. They got some tough games down the stretch. Yeah, they got some tough games. But I think they're, they're going to spoil a couple people. They are. You know, that might be where your Philadelphia goes down. Where? Against Tennessee. Okay. Um, but other than that, I want to discuss tonight's game real quick. Uh, the Ravens are heading down to – Bourbon Street to play the Saints. The Ravens are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. And we all picked Baltimore to win this game. Uh, also, Baltimore was favorited by a few more. But I think with Mark Andrews being out tonight, 
that kind of moved the line a little bit. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I'll tell you this much. The Ravens have some definite issues. All right. Uh, first of which is they don't have a running back that's worth a damn. Um, point blank. Is uh, Gus Edwards playing tonight or is he out? Uh, he's out. I believe he is out. I'm going to double check that to make sure. I think he's out. I think he's out as well. Gus Edwards is indeed Drake. doubtful for tonight's game. So it's Kendrick, Kendrick Drake and Justice Hill for the Ravens. The other issue for the Ravens is the fact that Mark Andrews is out tonight and he is their number one receiver. Uh, I believe Rashad Bateman is also questionable as he's well. Gone. He's on IR. Oh, Bateman's on IR. I forgot about that one. So it's Duvernay and uh, but Isaiah likely Deshaun Jackson. Please, are you starting yeah. him tonight? No, I'm not. You always start Deshaun Jackson that I, one I, game. You know what? I did. Somewhere. I did not play him this week because I had Hardman and uh, I got a guy on the other side tonight, Chris Olave, one of the two rookie wide receivers that I run with. I need a nice 20-point game out of Cam Jordan to save my week, but I will say this. I picked the Ravens for our picks. Yeah. Uh, I would like to now say I'm going to change up. I am oh. going to take New Orleans in this game Okay. to not only cover but to win. Oh, wow. Uh, and I'm going to switch from over to under in this game as well. I think we're going to see a messy the under is 46 and a half. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a messy night for the Ravens. Really? I, I just I I'm, I'm shocked to hear that. Y- okay. It's literally Is James Winston playing? Let me find out for you. You can make sure you get rid of some of this here, Brady. I I, I, don't, I don't know. James Winston is healthy? Correct. But I don't know if he's playing. I don't know why you'd play him. Right, because he hasn't played. I would. He hasn't played. Dalton, yeah, Dalton. Personally, he's making it work. I, I, I don't think it works when guys bring a guy back, and and as you can see, what happened with the Jets and 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 the Cowboys, and you know, I just don't think you should do that. And I like Alvin Kamara tonight, dude. I really do. You do, eh? I do. Um, I, I like him. Alvin Kamara tonight as well. That's one of the reasons yeah. why I'm going. I'm switching up and going to um, New Orleans. Uh, Andy Dalton has been named the starter tonight. I just figured that one out. Um, But one of the reasons why I like New Orleans tonight so much is because I don't know how much faith I have in Baltimore's defense yet. I have more faith in them than I do New Orleans. But Alvin Kamara could really change this game up. Andy Dalton has looked good as of late. Lamar Jackson is seemingly on an island by himself. Let's be real about this. His number one receiver is a return man. Um, His safety blanket in Mark Andrews is gone. He does not have anybody competent to rush the football. It this I just got it. I got an odd fucking gut feeling that this one's going to get really, really ugly tonight for Baltimore. I if you disagree with me, by all means. No, I actually agree with you on it. I was kind of having a change of heart. So we all picked the Ravens, but don't listen to us because we all changed up and went uh, to. I'm, I don't know if I want to switch up yet, but I'm I was up. thinking that when you went into Monday nights. No, I'm switching up. Um, so let's talk about the Washington Commanders 
before we end today's episode. Um, obviously, we reported uh, that the commanders are for sale now. Dan Snyder has hired a team to sell the team for him. Um, he's asking $7 billion and expects the deal to be done in the next six months. That is almost... That is actually almost $2 billion more than the evaluation of the team. But, but they are probably going to get that number. Uh, and there's a number of people who are interested in purchasing the team. Um, number one being Jeff Bezos. Obviously, he has the money to properly pull it off. He lives in Washington part-time. He lives in Washington part-time, and it realistically makes the most sense. Um, that would kind of suck, to be honest. Why? He Obviously, Bezos and Roger Goodell already have a relationship now that the NFL's Thursday Night Games are on Amazon. Roger Bezos? Goodell is fucking jerking him off. Bezos yeah. is just taking over everything. Well, this is like, the thing. Realistically, and we're moving on to a, a, a new era of ownership in the NFL where one guy doesn't own the whole thing, right? Like Rob Walton obviously fronted the money and owns the majority shareholder of the Broncos, but there are other people involved like Condoleezza right. Rice, um, the F1 driver whose name is Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton yeah. um, so like in this situation, like Kevin Garnett came out and said he wanted to be one of the guys involved in, yeah. in purchasing the commander. So realistically, it's nice to see that if a guy like Bezos steps in and realistically, a guy like Bezos stepping in, he kind of swings power a little bit in these ownership groups. I mean, realistically, Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft haven't been tested for a long time. But you got some yeah, big I mean, guys. These guys were the top guys forever. Right. And now Rob now Walton got, steps in. Yeah. Right now, as it stands, Rob Walton could literally buy all of them combined. Like if he wanted to. If he wanted to. Uh yeah. Jeff Bezos, obviously, if he were to step into that role. He could buy he could buy the whole fucking league. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and then we're in shambles. We might have a little bit of a power shift here, and there's some new mouths in. Here's the thing: the, behind those doors, there's a more than ownership than what people think now. Now, going forward, back in the day when Jerry Jones and Dan Schneider and the rest of these guys were buying these teams, it was a different animal back then, and they're the majority shareholders of their teams not like it is now to where you'll have five six you have a governing board that owns a team it's not just a person anymore like right. robert Kraft or like jerry jones not like that on a lot of these other teams so supposedly uh jay-z's also made a bid with an ownership group. well they can all make bids correct Every, anybody who's got that kind of money can make a bid absolutely um, anybody and Elon Musk can make a bid. Elon a Musk. Elon Musk is also a, also inquired. Yeah, that'd be you know awesome. that's you want to talk about bringing in. I mean, imagine if you had an ownership imagine group that Tesla, was yeah, Elon Musk, Jay Z, and Jeff Bezos. Yeah. I mean, Christ. So that is it. Would be the NFL is trendy hey, anyway. That's do it, like. Jay Z. Fucking do it. That's that's what they want. That is that is all stuff that we're going to keep monitoring. But Jay Z. Anyway, uh, what, definitely like Jay Z. Listen, no, I don't. I like, I like what they, what all three of those. I like names. what it stands for, right? The diversity, yes. It's it's about time we had some some owners in there that. that weren't 
just old crotchety white dudes. Correct. That's, that's what I'm what saying. It is. That's what I'm saying. Why does your head even go there? At the I end was of just the... thinking, whoever's the best suitor for it. Well, no. At the end of the day, let's be realistic here. Um, you want to talk? Let's about... be realistic about it. Yeah. You want to talk you about what the NFL owners are? Right. You know. Yeah. A bunch of outside the guy assholes. Khan who owns Jacksonville. You know what they are? Yeah. Outside of Shad Khan, they're all old, old inheriting white corrupt. dudes. So let's just stop and think about: Do they really know what? the people want at this point or are they so disconnected from it that they no longer oh, realize i think that? they're very disconnected i agree if you bring in a guy yeah. like elon obviously elon musk knows what people want Correct. obviously jeff bezos knows what people want obviously right. jay-z knows the current climate and what people want that i like because then you as a fan your voice is going to get heard more than uh jim ursay half bottle jack daniels deep saying fuck them people i don't care this is the way i want it which is what's going on right now and that's what i believe in my heart i think some new faces i i think that it would help the league out immensely They'll come by the line if we got on. more diversity in this fucking league, a period correct i agree because it, you know what it looks like on the outside it looks like what it is it's the good old boys club, baby. Bunch of white guys yeah. that all sit together at the end of the year, all 31 of them, because the, Todd the, isn't no, invited. And, and they're all sitting there, <laughs> aren't there like, drinking their fucking, aren't there what is four it, Henry VIII. All drinking their Henry VIII, Louis talking about C what are we going to do next to make a billion dollars a year? Louis the Thirteenth. Yeah, Louis Henry the Thirteenth. Henry VIII. Louis the Thirteenth. whatever. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what it is. That's what they are. Absolutely. And, I mean, you know? that's the way it's been for a very, against, very long some time. Some of these guys are actually not bad people. Robert Kraft. Bobby Kraft. He's a good guy. Good dude. Yeah. He's a good dude, man. For the most part, yeah, he fucks up just like everybody else does. Yep. She, you can't hold him responsible for everything. Correct. I mean, you know, let's let's stop and talk Jerry about Jerry Jones this. isn't a bad guy. Jerry Jones isn't a bad guy. He's, he's a little off. Right. And, I mean, you want to talk about diversity. Uh, the only people even affiliated with owning an NFL team that aren't old crotchety white guys is Shad Khan. Correct. Um, Terry Pegula's wife, Kim, who is an owner. Right. She is. And Lewis Hamilton, the F1 driver who is a minority owner for the right. Broncos who came in with Rob Walton's group. So well, you have a female in there. Sheila Ford Hemp. You have two, actually. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about females. Okay. Yeah, but you're saying they're old, you're saying why, they're old white not? dudes, but diversity. She's not. She's not an old crotchety white dude. No. no, but her mother was an old crotchety white woman. So we've just and so was her father. Exactly. Was, yeah, she got it from the old crotchety white dude. So there we go. It was um, passed down. But yeah, that I, I'm actually excited to talk about this because I think as these teams start to change hands going forward, you're going to see a little bit of a new NFL emerge. I like it to go forward. Yep. Well, dudes are <clears> here's the thing. I don't want them to turn it into a fucking circus. I agree. And you know what? And if they try to do that, then they need to that's, fucking that's, put that's their foot down. That's what's going to happen, though. You bring all nah, these guys like disagree. Bezos and Elon Musk, then next nope. thing you know, NFL's in fucking England. No, because you want to know what? In Japan. If there's no, anybody. Khan, Khan would have done that already. Correct. And you he would have fucking what? done that already. Here's the thing. If there's anybody who believes in the if it's not broke, don't fix it rules. It's guys like Jeff Bezos. It's guys yeah. like Elon Musk who came out with massive ideas that the sky is the limit. And, I mean, think about it. Amazon hasn't changed their ways in, in a decade. Tesla hasn't yeah. changed their ways. They've taken things that already existed, turned them a little bit, and made them better. 
That's they, what I like about their ideology. But they don't make a circus ideology. out of their fucking Bingo. Shit. They don't. That's the key. They don't. You can't make a circus out of it. The minute you start making it a gimmick, people see it. Correct. And I that's like not going to work. Bezos doing it. I don't trust him. Well, I don't trust him. Either way, as we know more. He tells you and I what we like. He, it's not the other way around. Right, that, as you guys are saying. That, that's how he, everything is in the aspect of life, Bruce. What do you mean? Are you just waking up to this realization now? <laughs> yeah, but Elon doesn't do that. I'm sorry? Elon doesn't do that. How do you know he doesn't do that? He doesn't. They all fucking do it, bud. Okay. They all do it. Anyways, as this story continues to develop, we will cover it in some more depth. But thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter, at Tip Balls. TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, check us out on YouTube if you want to see our ugly faces. And make sure you subscribe if you're watching us. You can always listen on Spotify or Apple Music. We will be back on Thursday with another edition of Fantasy Frenzy. Thank you guys so much. Have a great week. Hey, 60 degrees outside. This was three years ago. Looking out my window into my backyard. Great. See the fucking snow? Why don't you show the camera? Yeah. No, then they'll know where you'll live and they'll hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to...